How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Training Camp Podcast. If you guys didn't miss it, we took a week off last week just because of the election. We didn't want to have any distractions or anything of that sort. So hope you guys had a good week off. I hope that my wallet winners saved you guys. We'll get into that later, but I I had a bad week the week prior, so maybe it was good that I had a week off. But um, on the course for today, we're going to be talking more Pittsburgh Steelers stuff just because they're 8-0. Really curious how they're going to go this season, as well as Dallas Cowboys rumors and uh, what Jerry's been talking about. Of course, our NFL tiers and then my wallet winners as well as our guests wallet winners we got another guest brand new guy in the building mr yes. parker blake welcome in my guy thank you thank you good, good to be here man good to be here so parker and i actually out of everyone that's come on the show i've known parker the longest and one of the best memories i have with parker so parker's a Bengals fan and one of the yeah. best memories i have with parker probably not the best for parker but he came yeah. over to my house for the Bengals steelers uh playoff series in 2015 when the Bengals unfortunately blew that game in the last like minute um, and so I remember everything happened and I was so happy. I turned around and poor Parker just slumped on the couch, just depressed. Every time I see your face, it's like all I can think of. <laughs> we had it in the bag. We were doing great. And then all of a sudden just, oh man, I miss perfect, but I'm not, I'm not upset that we don't have him anymore. I'll tell you that. You got a great quarterback though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we keep him healthy. That's it. Yeah. You guys, I mean, seriously for such a bad offensive line, he's been doing a great oh, job. Crazy numbers. We just can't, you know. <laughs> um, so cool thing about Parker too is he also is a coach for football and he played football as well. So I mean he's pretty. I'd say he's pretty knowledgeable about the sport. Really he's not. He's not just a fan. Um, so first thing we're gonna talk about today are the Pittsburgh Steelers. So they're entering Week Ten eight and zero after coming off of a win against the Dallas Cowboys. Now their past two wins have been kind of squeakouts. They were they basically ended the exact same way. Of course, Baltimore. It was that last drive and they broke up the pass within with, with uh, the game clock expiring, and the exact same thing happened for the Cowboys. And in both games, they had to come back from behind. So my question. Is Pittsburgh real, or are these two games showing, especially the Dallas game? I feel like if you're if you're going to play to the, the Baltimore game and you're going to win on, la, on a last-second drive, that's just showing defense. It's a great team. But if you're having to play from behind against the Cowboys, you know, in your mind, does that show that Pittsburgh is going to have struggles, or do you think it's just something that's going to happen throughout the season and they'll get over it? No, I mean, I mean that Ravens game was great, and I think the Ravens, as much as they've been really lackluster this year, I think they're – a much better team than they're playing as. Okay. So and, I, and especially it's a division game, and division games are always weird. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can judge them based off of that. I don't think you can judge them off of the Cowboys game either, just because I mean, I mean from my experience, I mean you're going to do a game that you know you're going to win. Right. You're coming out. They came out lazy. I mean, neither team played a great game. Dallas, who's known for kicking field goals, kicked field goals as they always do. I mean, yeah. they went like they had probably had the most field goals in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? But I mean, I really don't think, and I mean. Dallas, Dallas quarterback was a Gilbert. Garrett, had, Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert had a great game. Honestly, I think that's really slept on from that game. Mm-hmm. I he agree. played really well in that the end of the game drive that almost gave him the game. Mm-hmm. Was a great showing of how he can be. He's no Dak, and once Dak's healthy, he's gonna be back. But I think this guy could be a great backup for them. Honestly. Okay. Um, yeah. No. It's <laughs> it's funny. Like I think one of the biggest things that Pittsburgh was trying to do in this game was they were trying to rest James Conner. You saw that he was not getting many handoffs, and he really wasn't in the game plan for the most part. They were running McFarland, and they were running, I mean, occasionally Benny Snell, but they were really trying to get McFarland into the groove of the team. So I wonder if it was a situation where they just kind of thought they were going to walk through it, which Pittsburgh has a, a history of doing where they expect to walk through a game and they end up losing. And, you know, James Conner hardly played. And mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if maybe it was just one of those games where, okay, this is, we're going to, especially an injury prone player like Conner, um, okay, we're not going to play him as much. That means 
you're gonna have to have these younger guys try to win the game for you and unfortunately they weren't able to my concern is the defense i mean they are a top-ranked defense but the past two weeks they have allowed 100 plus rushers oh, twice yeah. and one was the jk dobbins like i'm not saying jk dobbins isn't good but he's a rookie like that usually against oh, a yeah. stout they held saquon to 16 yards so that's my only issue um i mean their upcoming schedule again this is a, this is a, this is a lot of people are saying, can the Jets go 0-16 or can the Steelers go 16? Like, which one's more likely? With the Steelers having Cincy twice, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Washington, Buffalo, Indianapolis, and Cleveland, I think there are three games they could easily drop. I'm not going to say they're going to go 16-0 because it's one of the hardest things to do, and you can't, oh, yeah. you can't predict oh, yeah. that. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility just because of that schedule. If, and I think one of the biggest things about that Dallas game is Mike Tom is a harsh coach. He is not easy on his players. His players love him, but he's, he's a harsh coach. And I think... Mike Tomlin is going to show them like this is this is bullshit. Like their next three opponents are going to be Cincy, who are a losing team, a good losing oh, team. Oh no! Oh no! A, yeah, a we're good losing at least team. One of those other ones, maybe win because of division game. Well, in my eyes, you guys are the best worst team in the league. Oh yeah, I agree one hundred percent. And then they play Baltimore, who's you know it's Baltimore, but then they play Jacksonville, who's also in the top three for the pick, and then Buffalo, who Kyle, uh, Kyle on, uh, Josh Allen's having a struggle. So like, there's a lot in Washington who like they don't even know what they are right now. Oh yeah. So I mean, that is a schedule where they could go sixteen and zero. It's not going to happen. They're probably going to end up going like 14 2, 13 3. Mm-hmm. and it's probably if I. I had to guess they will probably lose to Cincy once. They'll probably take one game against Cincy and lose one. I think they'll probably lose to Jacksonville, and I think that they will lose to the Colts. I think those are going to be three games that they drop. I think every other game they win, I think they take both games against Baltimore. No, for sure. I definitely think coming off – I mean, I think in their eyes, these last two games have really been tune-up games for them because they knew they had the Ravens again. They just kind of wanted to see how they were doing against the division. Mm-hmm. They already played the Browns. Mm-hmm. And I really think coming into Dallas, they were trying to just figure out who they were, trying to get the defense in check. They really – just came in to tune up. And I really think it was because they knew they had a long stretch coming. I think they expected to drop the Ravens game. I think they were surprised to win that game, personally. Mm-hmm. I knew that they came into Dallas wanting to tune up. And I really think the Colts are being slept on. And I think that's going to be a loss for the Steelers, honestly. I, I, I agree. I just think that that defense is really it's good. It's so good. And, I mean, again, I don't want to judge the Dallas game for James Conner because I personally think that they're arresting him. And James Conner has had a good season. I mean, I think in every single game, but the last game of the Giants game, he's had a touchdown in every single game. So he's really producing. Mm-hmm. He's kind of going back to that year where he filled in for Le'Veon Bell. But they haven't really played a run defense team. And I think the team that they played before Indianapolis, Washington, has a great front seven. And so I think that'll be a real test to how they're going to approach Indianapolis, which I think puts Pittsburgh in a good spot to approach Indianapolis. But I just think the only reason I can see Pittsburgh beating uh, Indianapolis is because Philip Rivers is immobile and Pittsburgh's pass rush is just out of control. Oh, yeah, that's, so that's the Cowboys' biggest problem right now, and we'll talk about that later. But mm-hmm. I mean, their offense is non existent, their, their defense is what keeps them in, in games. Well, and it's funny because their defense isn't even good. No, like that, like I, I actually wrote that down, but they are the most like unimpressive good team out there. They're leading, they're leading their division mm-hmm. and they're beating teams that they shouldn't beat. And like it doesn't show on the stat sheet, doesn't show how they play. People just play bad against them. Well, do you think the Colts are better than the Titans? I doubt they're better. No, there's no way they're better than the Titans. Okay, well they haven't. So they have one more game left this season. Do you think that the Titans win that game and take the division? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So you just think it was a fluke last night? Oh no, I think it's a fluke. I'm the same way with division games. Like if Pittsburgh drops, which I I genuinely I'm kind of concerned that Cincinnati could, because like I said, you guys are one of the best bad teams in the league. I think if Pittsburgh drops this game, it's division games are always different. I think the Seattle Arizona game was a great example of that. Oh, Arizona yeah. came out and beat mm-hmm. Seattle. Everyone called both So in our in our fantasy group chat, me and uh Parker both called that game. I mean, I had a wallet winner that week as well. And everyone called us nuts. And we pointed out division games never go the way that you expect them to. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there's always going to be those games, well, how did this happen when you look back at the season? It's just a division game. That's how it happens. Like honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if 
Cincinnati beat every single team in the division at least once this year, or if the vice versa, like or Oakland beat the Chiefs this year. Oh, like, yeah. no. Oakland, everyone, like I'm still, I'm not gonna say Oakland's a bad team, but that just shows they shouldn't beat the Chiefs though, especially the way the Chiefs been playing this year. Right, and it, it just it's one off game, and no one's writing off Patrick Mahomes because he lost to the to the the Raiders. So, I mean, look, every year, I mean, the Dolphins always beat Brady, Belichick. Exactly, it's, even when they're a shit like last year when they were a bad oh, team, it's no, it's just it's gonna, gonna happen. happen. Every that's why year. I think, I mean, you guys are gonna drop one against the Ravens. I feel like this next game, you I do like think you drop it just because of the division game, okay, and it's gonna be it'll be another close game. Might I mean it's either going to be a close game that you drop or it's going to be a blowout for the Steelers. That's how I see it. That's exactly how I see it too. And the reason I usually don't like to call Pittsburgh blowouts, but this game is in Heinz Field. That is that's why. It, that's exa- and that's the, the Colts game too. Oh, it, is that one in Heinz? It's in Heinz Field. Oh, and that's why I'm like I have to. It's like it could go either way because the Colts are known for beating teams that they shouldn't beat. Right. But it's in Heinz Field, so that game is that's going to be a really good. And game. not many teams have like an actual home field advantage, but Heinz Field, even with like limited seating so well, and they have the wind of the river so like kickers have a really hard time we yep. saw that with goskowski and then mm-hmm. last year um yeah no i think if pittsburgh man if baltimore beats pittsburgh do you think baltimore wins that division because technically it's tied game so right now baltimore's two and a half games behind it's only two but half because they lost the steelers do you think baltimore pulls ahead i should have looked at the schedule but i really the, the way lamar is playing right now the way I, the way the ravens are playing in general right now they have their defense is very lackluster. Lamar can't hit the broadside of a barn with a wrecking ball. <laughs> so, I mean, I think if if they keep trying to make him throw the ball and don't let him run like they they're did, not gonna they're games. not going to win games. They're a one-dimensional team. People yeah. um, know how to stop Lamar now. So yeah. Make him throw. Well, I mean, so. there was that report that came out that, I guess, defenses are calling the, the Ravens' plays while they're happening, and they just have to run them because they don't have any audibles to go off of, which is a really bad look for Lamar, because I think his offensive coordinator right now was the same offensive coordinator that was with Colin Kaepernick and the Niners. Mm-hmm. And the year after Colin Kaepernick and the Niners absolutely destroyed the league, they started to get figured out, and that's when Colin Kaepernick's like uh, production started to diminish, was because people were just figuring out how the schemes work. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about Pittsburgh almost losing to Dallas. I think it's the, honestly, in my in my opinion, it's the best thing that could happen for them, just because it's a wake up call. Yeah, they will two out game reality check. I, yeah. Um, speaking of Dallas. So earlier this week, Jerry Jones was on a local Dallas radio show that he like does every single week. And the radio host brought up the idea of, you know, you might be a top three pick this year because you're garbage. Do you take a quarterback? Exactly. I mean, that entire team, that entire division is going to be in the top 10, like no matter what. And he said, you know, do you take a quarterback that top three pick? And Jerry Jones said, no, Dak is our man. Do you think that if... If Dallas finishes with a top three pick and they can either get trade up for Trevor Lawrence or they can get Justin Fields, do you think that they hold on to? Do you think they should hold on to Dak or do you think it should take a rookie quarterback? I mean, I really, I mean, especially after the season that he was projected to have, like he was playing balls of the wall at the beginning of the year. I think Dak is the future in Dallas, and I think that they shouldn't go away from him just purely because he works well with them. They know how to play him. I feel like if he leaves, it's bad for both organizations because the Cowboys have to learn how to use a new quarterback, which could be good for the new head coach. I mean, McCarthy. Having his own little project would be good. Do you think McCarthy lasts another year? I hope not, but I mean, it is Jerry Jones still running the organization, so I mean, we can't. But it is Jerry. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, I still don't get how Jerry Jones didn't at least offer a contract to like Urban Meyer last year. No, I don't. Um, here's my question about the whole Dak production because I think you're right with the number. Looking at the numbers, he was the best, by far the best quarterback in the NFL. If you just look at the numbers, oh, he was a passing leader after the week that he was gone. Exactly for two weeks, yeah. he was number one. But if you look at the last, like, I think it's three years, the passing leaders, they never made the playoffs. I think because their defense was so god-awful, that's what was showing Dak is good. Now, I'm not saying Dak is a bad quarterback. I think Dak is a top 12 quarterback in the NFL. But if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I'm firing um, 
uh, Mike McCarthy. And honestly, I'm franchise tagging Dak and trading him to another team, and I'm taking a quarterback with that top three pick. If I can get Justin Fields for a third of what Dak wants with the exact same weapons, I'm taking that because Dak hasn't even gotten a playoff win. I just, I really think the Cowboys' problem, I think they need to keep the offense purely for the fact that they know what they have. Okay. I think they need to rebuild the O-line. I think they need to attack the defense because their defense is what their biggest problem is right now. Okay, let Dak, me... Dak is a very... He's a, he's a top 50% quarterback. He's a very average quarterback. Right. But he's not... You know what he's going to give you. It's better than taking on a rookie that you think is going to do good. Mm-hmm. You know what you're going to get every year from Dak. He's That's 68% fair. career completion percentage or 66% career completion percentage. He's 68 on the season coming in until he got hurt. Right. He's a very average guy, but he's consistent. He will give you the same thing every game. Would you sign him for $38 million? I would not. Okay, what would you offer him? And so, that's that's my biggest... I don't I don't know contracts. I was looking at contracts. 32. I'm 32. Like, I, give him, I give him 35, but I mean, in in Dallas, they he's he's the face of Dallas right now. I mean, I agree. I mean, this team fell apart with his injury. And I think just with his consistency, you know if you just keep him healthy, he'll be around for at least five more years. Right. I mean, I can. I I see giving him forty in Dallas. In Dallas. Mm-hmm. in Dallas, if he leaves Dallas, Dallas will fall apart unless they get a new head coach. Mm-hmm. They can come and rebuild. But if they keep McCarthy and they get rid of Dak, they're gonna fall apart. They will fall apart, and Dak will go to another program. Well, not another program, another team mm-hmm. organization, and he will drop because he just no one knows how to use him like Dallas does. And I think that's the biggest yeah. thing. They know what they're gonna get from him. They know how to use him. No other team will. I think if he leaves, they both fall apart, and that's the worst thing they could do. Yeah, I think I saw a really interesting article this week where it was talking about how contracts have kind of blinded us to see how good quarterbacks actually are. Oh, I agree 100%. Like, Jared Goff is a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. If I'm like, if he was going to be the successor for, like, Big Ben for five or ten years, I would be happy with that. But when he gets tagged at $35 million per year, then you're expecting him to perform like that. And I think that's that's the reason I wouldn't sign Dak for 37 to $40 million is because then Dak plays – as everyone's expecting, as a $40 million quarterback. And if he has one bad game, people are going, oh, okay, well then da-da-da. Yep. And then yep. the other quarterbacks can go, well, if Dak can get $40 million, then I can get da-da-da-da-da. And that's why I think it's so bad. I mean, obviously, get your money. You need to get that money because an injury like Dak's, you never know what's going to happen. So you need to lock up your future for, as well as you can. But, I mean, if you're a team, you have to offer what you think. And I think that's why, like, if you have a top three pick, I would take Justin Fields, honestly. He's a mobile quarterback. Okay, how about this? You're talking about how they need offense. Would you trade Amari Cooper for a secondary piece and like a third round pick oh 100 exactly i don't think amari cooper's worth what he's like he's not producing like he was like, he was great for two years oh and they didn't need a wide receiver no. this rat this draft and so they took cd lamb which like okay cool but unless they're planning on moving off of amari cooper because they just signed him but i mean honestly if i could i would i would blow this whole thing up this year i would take justin fields with the third overall pick i would trade amari cooper for a mid-round pick and a good defensive player that's what i would do i mean okay do you think the patriots would take this amari cooper for stuff on gilmore in a sixth Oh, man, I I didn't even think about that. But that defense, if Jerry wants to make money and he he really thinks it's a Super Bowl team, he makes that move for Stephon Gilmore. Do you think the Patriots accept Amari Cooper for Stephon Gilmore? I don't even think Bill Belichick knows what he wants. I think Bill Belichick's on the way out. I mean, I really don't think... Oh, it would not surprise me if he's on another team next year. I, I don't even... Because he doesn't like Cam. Cam doesn't like being there. I really think they, they're going to draft a quarterback this year. Austin just had an aneurysm. Sorry. I, just, <laughs> I felt that. I felt the disturbance There's a disturbance in... Oh, <laughs> I'll keep his name out of my mouth. I'm so sorry. But no, I really think because, I mean, I don't care who you put on that team. Until Bill leaves, that team is going to be this good. And that is my... That is... Yeah, I, I agree. On that one. I mean, I, I, I genuinely do think that Tom Brady is what made that team. But you know what? I mean, oh, 
What if they, what if Dallas got Belichick? I think he's washed. No, okay. Belichick comes in to Dallas. Justin Fields, a better secondary with Stephon Gilmore, two elite. I think Gallup by himself with CD would make them both elite receivers. I agree. Two elite receivers. You got Zeke, and you get Justin Fields, a mobile quarterback. You have Bill Belichick as a coach. He's not going to take shit from Jerry Jones. That's why I think that the Cowboys are mediocre is because Jerry Jones tries to control everything. Mm -hmm. You get Bill Belichick in there, you could win 10 games. And that is enough to win that division. That is enough to— Oh, you could win eight games and win the division. Exactly. I I well first off I don't think Bill Belichick likes mobile quarterbacks, and I but it, he's, he's got that, to evolve. That's, 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 that's why everyone That's why I think he's got he's out. But um, I really think because I I mean I've said this before and I'll say it again. Dallas's problem is not their offense. Their offensive line is getting old. They need to rebuild their offensive line. I I mean I I've told everyone that. And I mean I know I'm an offensive line guy, but your well, offensive line like Zeke can't run right now. Mm-mm. If Martin's not in, he cannot run the ball. And then I really if I this draft they need to attack the defense. I'm telling you. If they spend four picks on a defense, I think that's a good move for them. So you think with the if they if they end up with a third overall pick, they take a corner or safety? I think they take a linebacker. Oh. A middle linebacker or safety? No, 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 no. Like oh, like an edge rusher, like a hybrid. Yeah. Oh, okay. That oh, makes so more like a, alone. more like like a Dupree kind oh, of yeah. player with oh, yeah. speed, but he can they need off a the rush. Edge. They need a pass okay. rush, and then they'll go safety second round. I do kind of like that. I don't know. It's just their offense is fine. Their offense produces. It's not good. But their offense only produces when they're down. That's the thing. Like, they have to be down in order to produce. Like Dak, when, Dak was producing. Only when he was down. You don't go down by 30 points to the Falcons if your offense is producing well. I just think it's I, – I, I think they have a play-calling problem, but I think it doesn't matter because if they build a defense in their division, they win at least four games extra a year that they won't win. Because I think they can win six games in their division if they get a defense. Six more games? I think they can. Well, I mean, six games in their division, then plus. Oh, okay, whatever, got it. So then that's get. probably at least minimum like nine games. They're at least getting nine games. That's a playoff. Win. If they fire right. McCarthy, who do you want them to be the head coach? It can be college or even. Any. I want, I want Debo to come out. Who? The Clemson. I oh, want, Debo. Yeah, Debo. Yeah, that would I mean, be interesting. I don't, I don't say his name. I don't think Urban Meyer will convert as an NFL coach. I don't think. I, I don't think, think he wants to go to the NFL. I don't think so either. There's so much getting, pressure. He's getting paid buco money in Ohio right now. Mm-hmm. So I. Well, no, he's with Fox now. He's an analyst. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, well, that's even worse. He's yeah. never leaving that job. No. That's security. But I I think, if anything, out of Clemson, if he, I think he can convert. He'll bring, he'll, he'll just be like Andy Reid did. He'll bring a new offense in the NFL. Okay. And I think. Or like the Cardinals are doing right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think if they let him, they let him come up in a year or two, pick his own quarterback, just build his scheme, I think he'll convert really well. That would be interesting. I think. Just going back to Dak, okay, I think one of the most interesting landing spots for Dak is probably San Francisco. If he wants to have success outside of Dallas, I think Kyle Shanahan, he's given up on Garoppolo. I think that'd be an interesting landing spot for Dak. I want him to go to the Panthers. What about Teddy? I think I think Dak's better than Teddy. I really do. I think Matt Rule being in there. If you put Teddy behind Dallas's O line, you think that Teddy doesn't do what Dak does? No, because did you watch him last week? Against the, uh, the Chiefs? But I'm just the pressure. Oh, okay. I was like, he pressure? lost by two. Pressure. Yeah, I think that's... He's definitely... thrown off his back foot. That's kind of a good comparison. I think Teddy's a little more mobile and a little more frantic with the ball. I think Dak... Dak is very patient on I was going to say, Dak is a more patient version yeah. of Teddy Bridgewater. That's actually a really interesting comparison. So I think, if you, I mean, if you give Dak to Matt Rule, especially out of Baylor, I mean, the offense they're running down there was... Awesome. I mean, I know I'm the only one in on our entire group chat that likes college football. Well, no, but their but... offense is running really well right now. Like, Carolina is an underrated offense right now. I agree. It's it's because of... Te- I think it's because of Teddy. I really do. That's holding them back? Yeah. Hmm. I think if they get a quarterback that actually has a half a brain and they can 
sit in the pocket. I think they're a great team. Well, speaking of the Panthers in our next leg, you can actually see where Parker has the Panthers and where I put the Panthers in our tier rankings. So stick around for that. Hey guys, so real quick in between the legs, I just want to remind you guys that it's getting cold outside. It's getting kind of desperate, especially with everything with COVID going on right now. So if you guys please have a chance, please, please, please go to your local food shelters, donate some food. If you guys have any extra clothing, please go to your nearest Samaritan house or anywhere you can donate clothes, Goodwill or whatever. Please donate clothes. There are people out there that would, I'm sure, love to have those clothes that are in the back of your closet. It's getting cold outside. And I mean, honestly, COVID, COVID cases are spiking. We're having our worst record days more, more than ever before. So there are people less fortunate than us that need those clothes and would love to have some food on their table. So if you guys have a minute, Please donate some food. Please donate some clothes to those guys. Even if you have some just extra furniture, I'm sure that people would really, really appreciate that. We're nearing the holiday season. There are kids out there who I'm sure would love to have some brand, not some brand new toys, but just something that is brand new to them and that they could just hang on to for this really, really hard time. So if you guys have anything, please make sure you guys just look, look at your local food banks, you guys' local homeless shelters, you guys look at just anything that you guys can donate to. Please do that. Look out for your community and please look out for one another. Please, everyone, wear your masks. Be safe. Stay healthy, and I hope you guys have a great, great holiday season. Please be safe. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the second leg of the Training Camp Podcast. If you guys missed in the first leg, we talked about the undefeated Steelers and their chances to keep winning games down the future, and if the Cowboys should take a rookie quarterback in this next draft or stick with Dak. we got Parker Blake joining us on the couch yes, today. Sir. I did actually get you a gift, so if you want to lean over, there's a little present for you for oh, happy thanksgiving oh, man. got my man a little pumpkin you know me, pie man. you know me of course man who doesn't like a good pumpkin pie i just love to eat man. Uh, so. there, okay, there you go uh so in this leg of the podcast Jeez. we'll be talking about our nfl tier rankings uh, i'll be doing these weekly from now on so i asked park to bring in his too so just real quick uh the biggest changes for my rankings were i actually had the colts rise uh, I had the Titans fall, of course, just a reaction of last night's game. I had the Vikings rise. Well, I'll talk about the Vikings when we get there. I had the Niners fall, the Browns rise as well, and the Bears fall. So just so Parker can get a good idea of what my rankings look like, these are my rankings right here. Just kidding. Those are your rankings. These are my <laughs> rankings. I was like, that looks familiar. Um, okay. So yeah, my top tiers, I have uh, Chiefs, Buccaneers, and Steelers. And then uh, you actually, going to yours... You have you don't have the Bucks in your top ranking. I don't, and I, I you have really, the Cardinals in your top ranking. I do. So I'm, I actually want to talk about that in a little bit. Um, and then my second tier, we got the Bills, we got the Ravens, we got the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and the Packers. And we followed by these are my playoff teams. I I like Miami. I think Miami's a good team. I think they're really 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 well coached. I think if Tua really is what they expect him to be, they're gonna be a great team down the line. Uh, the Raiders, they're winning games. Got to put them in the playoffs. I don't know what they are yet. I like the Browns, especially with Nick Chubb coming back. The Saints obviously made a statement beating the Buccaneers. Uh, and then the Colts won last night, and then the Rams. And then the teams that I have veering in. I have Minnesota veering into the playoffs. I know it's kind of crazy, but Dalvin Cook, man. If he's healthy. Exactly. He's no healthy. one can – I mean, they, they could sneak into a wild card spot. Oh, yeah. And the, that NFC wild card spot is kind of a trash race right now. Um, and I got Carolina looking in. I think they're another one of those bad good team or good bad teams. Oh, yeah. uh, I, the Bears, I dropped them not because I liked them, but because I think that they're starting to show what they are, which is the exact team from a couple years ago where they're all defense, no offense. And then the Titans, I actually have them looking in because I don't know, man. Titans starting to scare me. They look a little too Derrick Henry reliant. Uh, not much change in the other thing. Of course, we have dog shit teams, which are the Jets, the Giants, the Jags, and the Cowboys. Yes, even though the Cowboys almost beat the Steelers, they're still dog shit. So I don't <laughs> want to hear about it. Um, so yeah, looking at Parker's rankings, Parker has the Cardinals in the top yes, in the top tier yes, for for Super Bowl contender. You have the Cardinals. What, what 
Okay, explain. I just think they're one of those teams that everyone is just going to sleep on. I know I, I, a lot of my picks are going to be very frowned upon, and I can't wait for our group chat to come at me. But Well, it's not frowned upon because I, really, I no, do like I really, Arizona. I think the Cardinals, I just – they play really well. And they're, they're another one of those consistent – I just think in the NFL, consistency wins you games. And that's what I said a lot about Dak. I really think Dak's a good quarterback for that same reason. But I think they're a team that gets out there. You know what they're going to give you. Mm-hmm. You know what they're going to give you every game. And I really do think they've shown that they can beat better teams if they just get their whole team together. They have had a lot of injuries on the defensive front. And they're not playing their number seven overall pick, the um, Isaiah Simmons. They're not playing him. And like the few times he goes in, he makes so many good plays. I think if Cliff keeps working this offense with Kyler, I think this offense turns into a high-powered offense oh, really soon. Easily. I mean, I still stand by my pick that Kyler's going to be the MVP this year. Well, that's a... I like that. I like, I like that a lot. I said that at the beginning of the year, and I still think, like, I mean, he has more rushing touchdowns than 17 NFL teams. I, I'm telling you, I think, I think their offense is just waiting. And I think with a half season left, that they find a way to just pick apart. And he's not like Lamar, because he's not just all legs. Oh, he's got a great arm. He has a great, I mean, he was in, he was going to play baseball. Like that. He's, he, was t- he was a first round pick. He was, yeah. Um, I'm going to skim over your second, over your champion uh your conference contenders because you have the bucks in the third you don't think the bucks are a conference contender i, I don't i mean in a you bad, have the rams as a conference contender but you don't have the bucks in a bad nfc i think tom brady is realizing that he's old and i think that their offense is super super inconsistent they'll put up big points and then they'll disappoint i mean i don't want to use i mean i don't want to be dramatic and say that this because the saints game because that, oh, right. that saints game was a fluke division game division game there you go um, but I really think that showed what this team can be on the negative end. Mm-hmm. And I think if they have a couple of games like that, especially in the playoffs, like they're going to make the playoffs. Oh yeah. They're going to make a wild card no matter what. I mean, Easy. they could still possibly win the division and oh, get yeah. that top seed, but yeah, no, they're going to win. They're, they're in the playoffs. But I think if they get like a Rams, a Seahawks, a Cardinals, there, there's no way they beat a team. Cause they're just too up and down. Okay. Especially I'm, if the course of the game. I'm going to give you a list of teams that they could possibly face in the wild card. So obviously, if they win the division, they'll probably get the bye. If they don't, if yeah. they get the wild card, tell me if they beat. Just tell me who wins this game. You got Bucks against Seattle. Oh, Seattle wins the game. Okay, Saints. Saints. Rams. Rams win. Really? Oh yeah. I I don't think this team will make the playoffs, but you have them in your playoff tier. Niners. I so, just to cut away, I have the Niners in there because healthy. That team's a playoff team. Okay, healthy they're a team, but right now oh, they're right not. Now, right now they're not, and I. I had, a, I had a hard time putting them lower, but I I mean, they, they beat the Niners healthy or not, though, I think. Okay. The Bucks do. Um, I, I do kind of agree that there were some cracks shown. I think bringing in AB was a really big – it was a stupid move by Tampa Bay, who did not need a receiver. If anything, I, it would be understandable if, like, San Francisco or Houston or Green Bay, like – brought in AB because, like, they need a, at least need a, a predominant receiver. Yeah. But, I mean, you have Godwin. Scott Scotty Miller's been stepping up this year. You have Evans. Like, honestly, they were set. And so I think that's going to be a, an issue but for AB's them. AB's going to blow up because he's not getting targets. I, I'm i actually very curious how that's going to go. I'm really interested to see how that's going to go. I, I wonder why Brady likes him so much. Because he's a Hall of Fame wide receiver and he's never had one of those before besides, like, once. Um, <laughs> Edelman. Amendola. Did you just say Amendola? <laughs> Damn. No, great receivers of all time. No. Um, another Those are like his top receivers, and they're very mediocre at best. So there were two other ones that I saw that kind of, I was like, okay, Parker, go off. You have the Vikings above the Packers, and you have the Chargers and Raiders above the Ravens. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about the Vikings yes. over the Packers first. 
You think the Vikings are a better team than the Packers? I think with Dalvin Cook healthy, they are. Because Dalvin Cook can put out three touchdowns alone. What about their defense? I don't think it matters. Look at college football. Just outscore your opponent. Just outscore your opponent. Okay, again, I'm going to list you off teams. Who do you if you if you think that they can outscore them? Just say yeah, Seattle. I think it's a close game, but I think I think well, Seattle's it, defense is actually kind of really bad. They keep it tight. Yeah, I was about to, Seattle um, has no D. The NFC does not have defenses. Very few teams do. I will say I do like Tampa Bay's defense. I do like New Orleans after that last game. New Orleans pass rush looks legit. Their cool. secondary is kind of. Uh, I mean, I know they locked down Mike Evans, but like. But the Vikings will see him late in the playoffs if they get there. That's true. Do you think? Uh, they, do you think they can keep up with the Rams? I think that game will be running back. They'll have there will be five million rushing yards in that game. Yeah. Neither of them has a run because Aaron Donald's there. But you run you run outside zone away from Donald. Who do you have? You're right. That's that's actually really interesting. I I really want Minnesota to make the playoffs because I think that'd be a really interesting thing to see. Okay. I mean I I, I mean I hate one dimensional teams like the, I mean the Titans are showing that that you can't do that. Right. But I think in an NFC with a bunch of bad defenses, you I can think run the ball. Having a Dalvin Cook healthy if he's healthy. Okay. Is awesome. Okay, um, the you, uh, okay, so you have the Chargers above the Ravens. Yes. Oh, is this just because of Lamar? Well, no, I mean the for, the Chargers have a quarterback, but I think sure. the Chargers' defense has really stepped on this year. I agree. Only the only reason I'm hesitant is because they've been injured. They have a little bit of injury proneness. Like I think they're playing without Bosa right now, and obviously they don't have Darwin James, and I think they just lost a corner too. I mean they're playing without Bosa and Darwin. I mean Darwin James and. They've had two games that they should have won. That's true, and they should be plus two right now. But do you blame that on the defense and not the and not the offense? I mean, the offense is putting up the numbers. It's the defense that's kind of blowing these games. They're hurt. Okay, I guess I could say that. So, I, so it's like more when healthy, they're better than the Ravens. Yes. And that's that's my my list. My list is bad because it's not. It's more like a if you're healthy. Actually, now I'm kind of okay. Do you think if health? No, not even healthy. Do you think now the Chargers could beat the, the Ravens if they played? I think it'd be a great game. If Justin I, Herbert plays like he's been playing, I think they smack the Ravens. If okay, no changes to the team except uh, Los Angeles gets Eckler back. Does Los Angeles win that game? Oh yeah. I really want to see that. I do too. That's actually a really. The do they? They actually might play this week. Not this week. This year. I'm trying to think. Because no, our division doesn't play the West. Well, but they played the Bengals. The Bengals played the we Chargers. I, I don't want to talk about that game. Oh no, they've already. Oh no! Oh, what up, what up? No, they don't play this year. No, of course not. That'd be way too fun. That would. Oh, that that would. I really want to see that now. <laughs> um, no, I right. think. I think. I think. I really think the Chargers are a great team that people just can't. It's just like the Colts. I think people sleep on them because they're not putting up those crazy games. I think the Colts are a quarterback away. What I think the Colts should do is they should trade for Carson Wentz. I don't like Wentz, but I like Wentz with Frank Reich, who was his OC the year he was an MVP conversation. I think if you put Wentz in a Frank Reich system. Then you can win games. I just think he's more mobile than Philip Rivers. I think Philip Rivers is that's the one thing holding him back. They also their receiver, their running backs are like shaky. Like Jonathan, what the hell is that? No, I, I that offense is so so terrible, but so good at the same time. And there's no reason for. But I, yeah, tell JP say, he had Hines. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, he he was gonna pick him up, and then Corbin picked him up and played him against him. Of course, yeah. No, I I mean Colts tank pick up Fields pick up Trask. They don't have the tank to pick up Trask. They can get Trask. Well, I mean, I, well, I'm, I was saying tank at, for Fields. I at 20? Asleep. Oh, yeah. They can get Trask. They can get... Oh, yeah. They can get Trask at 20. I'm saying you get rid of... I mean, you get rid of... They don't, anyone but Phillip Rivers. Anyone. <laughs> pick up another quarterback. <laughs> because I've never seen such an... Emo- I mean, Aaron Rodgers is running around still. 
But Philip Rivers doesn't even move his feet. He just well, he's, stands. Well, Philip Rivers has never moved his feet, though. That's well, the thing I about Philip Rivers. I know, but it's just bad. It's so bad. And when you don't have an old line, you can't. Why they thought. No, Phillip... he's a great old line. What are you talking about? The Colts? They got Quinn and Nelson on the, on the, in the inside. Yeah, one guy, and he's terrible at pass. His pass pro is garbage. Is it really? Totally. I know he's a great run, run blocker. He's a great guard. There's a reason he's at, at the guard. And he position. can't move out to tackle. He can't play tackle and he can't play center because he can't be put in a one on one situation. He's a great assistant on pass pro, but if you see any of his film one on one, I. Quentin Nelson has no feet. Great run blocker, but Philip Rivers watch his games against teams that get half decent pass rush. There's a reason he's he's getting sacked, man, all day. Yeah, see that? That was like some coaching shit analysis right there. That was fucking amazing. That's probably the best like breakdown I've ever had on this show. Um, okay, this one was another one I was kind of questioning. You have the Browns rebuilding? I think the Browns are a hair away from being the Giants and not knowing who they are because without their running backs, who are they? Yeah, Miles Garrett. I mean, like their defense. They're the same team they were when they drafted Miles Garrett. They're like he's gonna carry. You can't be carried by a D end. They're the same team. They have not changed since that draft. Okay, if you put Daniel Jones on the Browns and you put Baker Mayfield on the Giants, who wins more games? I don't even that. You just hurt me on the end. <laughs> I think Daniel Jones wins games just because he can hook it up to OBJ better than Baker can because Baker throws off his back foot. And Daniel Jones will take a hit. That's true. Baker's, and so, Baker's so foot happy. And Daniel Jones is bigger. I don't see them as rebuild. I see them as a playoff team just because they're one of the better record-wise teams. I don't. I, in that division with the Ravens and the Steelers, I don't see them as a playoff team. This is actually something I was talking about to GP about today. It would not surprise me if in five years the Bengals were the complete – like, they had a chokehold on the NFC North while, like, the Browns are just going to be the Browns. And then, like, the Steelers and the Ravens are just kind of find their identity. No, I, I was talking about my, my, my other buddy's a big Steelers. I have all these friends that are Steelers fans. And it's so terrible being a Bengals fan. Because <laughs> we haven't been good in so long. But I really think, because now we have we have Burrow in the AFC North. We The Browns are still trying to find a quarterback. I really think they're going to draft another one this year. I don't know. Do you really? I do you think they take... Um, I think that's where Trask goes. It's Browns. Late. I think he drops to the second and the Browns pick him up. Do you think he goes to the second? I think he does. You know what I think the Browns do? I think they take Mac Jones. I don't think Mac Jones is a first-round talent. I think he's a, an okay Ooh, quarterback. Mac Jones. But, like, that's such a Browns move. Like, oh, this dude... Like, everyone's calling Mac Jones the Joe Burrow this year. I think Mac Jones is a good quarterback. I don't think he's the Joe Burrow this year because oh, Joe Burrow not. set every single record. But No one this year is the Joe... I don't care what people say about Trevor Lawrence. Mac Jones is going to be a great quarterback in the NFL, though. You do I think, think so? Career backup, though. Oh, okay. So like a Case Keenum. Oh, yeah. Like a, He'll be like a Nick Foles. Like a Baker Mayfield. Big Dick Nick. Do you th- Okay. This is something I've been wondering. Do you think Baker Mayfield would be a great backup? No. What? Okay, Big Bang. Let's, or no. Um, who's injury pro? Aaron Rodgers goes down for half a season. You need, and you have, ba- you have uh, Baker Mayfield to cover just squeaking in the playoffs. You no, because so? he'll come out and try and show off. and He wants to earn the number one spot. God damn, bro. Ego, man. Ego kills everyone. Ego player. Um, another team that's in the rebuilding category for you. You have the Dolphins, but you were just talking – you were kind of talking them up. Do you not like the Dolphins right now? I like the Dolphins. I still think they're rebuilding. Okay. So I think they have Tua, and I think they know – Rip Fitch Magic, dude. So you like Tua? Rip Fitch Magic. I love, I love Tua. Okay. I, I like Tua. I, I called Tua coming out of college. Okay. I knew he was going to start this year. I didn't know when. When Fitzpatrick was playing so well, I was like, oh, he might, might not even play this year. And mm-hmm. now they wanted to play him against the Rams. And I think they were just worried what they had with him. And he, I mean, I that first game wasn't good, but I think the defense was definitely controlling that entire game. But um, no, that second game, he looked good. I think this, oh, dude, this week is going to be really interesting. Him versus Herbert. 
I'm so excited. That's gonna be I'm so excited. such a good game. They're because they both I I don't know what it is, but I just feel like both quarterbacks are gonna flex and see who has the best rookie quarterback. I feel like it's gonna be a pass. Herbert should win the shit out of that. You would think? Yeah. Herbert is like I think I think Herbert is better than Tua in one regard, that he has a better arm. I think Herbert oh, yeah. Herbert's mobility is kind of underrated. Like him and Tua kind of run the same. Like Tua thinks he's a mobile quarterback, but he's not really. Tua's too small to be running quarterback. He's he is a mobile quarterback. How Dak is a mobile quarterback? He can I get agree. out of the pocket. He can and he can get. Isn't if if need be exactly. Yep. But mm-hmm. he's but he kind of acts or in college he acted like Lamar. Like I'm just gonna take off right here. Like you don't need to do that. Yeah. Just stay in the pocket. Pocket flush yourself out. Job in Miami telling him. I think they told him to not run. I think you can see that when he plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still he's, he's still a young kid. He wants to go get out there. I was gonna say like that Cardinals game. He has those highlights where he was just. I mean, and he he is elusive. Like he's good, but I. I think he he wants to be Kyler Murray. And he's not. Yeah, he's just bigger. I mean, Kyler Murray needs his legs, but I mean, he's not gonna live in time. I think Tua legs. thinks he's fast, but he's 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 immediate. He's Justin Herbert. Yeah, I mean. they're the same person. But I, yeah, no, I think I think they're in the middle of a rebuild, and I think they're another one of those teams that needs to find. They need to find a defense. Okay. They need to find a defense, or they they have a great young quarterback. Wait, did you say Miami needs to find a defense? Yes. What? They're like the seventh ranked defense right now. Because they got they have a great front seven. Oh, they need secondaries. They need like a secondary. Byron Jones. I will say they need safeties. They need two safeties. I think that's. I'm what just. They need. I I think they're if they play if they play a Chiefs, Mahomes will light them up. They play the Chiefs this year. I, yes. Yeah. They do. I, ah, ooh, ooh, that'll be an interesting game. I think Mahomes does what he does against the Jets and has five touchdowns against their defense. Did you just compare the Dolphins defense to the Jets? Secondary. Defense? Okay, but I mean the Dolphins will get a bigger pass rush on Mahomes, and that's not going to affect against Mahomes. the Chiefs all line. I think that's neutral. Are you okay? Just died inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think up front that game is very neutral. I, I don't think there's much of a run game, but I think if that turns into a shootout, Tua will not. Well, Tua will not outthrow Mahomes. No, but I think just the, the lack of secondary will make that look like a blowout when it wasn't. Hot take. Hmm. Interesting. I kind of like that. I don't know. I, I want to see that game this year though. I just I think people under I think people look at defenses as a whole like from a fantasy perspective. And you got to look at like more what, yeah. What these coaches are looking at they're like they know they're not going to run the ball. Chiefs have three great running backs but they're not running the ball again. I guarantee you. Well, I mean they don't need to. <laughs> well, I think at this point the Chiefs are using every game as a tune-up game like wonder what we can do this week. Yeah. Like look at they scored five passing touchdowns against the Jets when they didn't even throw the ball. Yeah, it will, Mahomes only had like twenty-seven attempts or something like that. I like know. it was, it was, it was bad. Um, I, yeah, but yeah, that's my last team that I see on here. You have Washington in the dog shit level. Do you not like? Okay, rank the NFC East teams. Because I mean, I'm probably, I'm probably Washington, Philly, Giants, Dallas. You think Washington's that good? I think they have a better culture as of right now. I think honestly, yeah. I think they have a better chance to make the playoffs than the Eagles. I think. Hot take. <laughs> it shouldn't be a hot take. It's it really like a button, man. They're a game behind. Like it <laughs> really shouldn't be a hot take. But it's not a hot take. That division. That division deserves. It's so bad. End their season. Give them the first four picks. Let us finish the year. I mean, the what was it? The Cowboys have two prime prime time games left. Why? Because yeah, it's the Cowboys. Flex them, please. Please. Please, please. No, I, I think Washington and New York are the bottom of the division because I think the Eagles, as bad as the Eagles are, they're not a bad team, especially in that division. They're gonna win games in that division. I think the Cowboys, healthy, 
with Dak is the number two team in that division. I think Washington's wow. three. I think Washington's three. And the Giants don't even know who they are. So we're... I don't know, man. The I think the Giants remind me a lot right now of last year's Dolphins team. Where, like, brand new coach. They're dog shit to start the season. But they're fighting. I mean, like... Dan Jones doesn't fall on his face, and Evan Ingram doesn't let a pass slip through his hands. They beat Philadelphia. They're in the they're in the lead for the division right now. Yeah, but they're dog shit right now. Are they? They're fighting their asses off, and they like their you coach. Can fight, you can fight hard. You can fight really hard. I mean, I mean, they don't have a The Lions on. fight. The Lions fight a lot. How good are the Lions? Three and five. They're great, aren't they? I love the fight and the dog, but you just don't have the guys right now. I think Washington's the same place. I feel like Washington. They're winning games because they have heart. They have a great culture. They all love Alex Smith, but you have no team. Well, they're going to take a quarterback next year, I think. I sure hope so. I think they take a... So they can break someone else's leg. Who's the kid from BYU? Um, oh, he's not... Oh, not, oh he is not... Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson. They could take Zach. I mean, he's going to be one of those... I think... I think... If we're just going to talk the next year's draft real quick, I think... I think Mac Jones goes to uh, Cleveland in the second. I think... I think Pittsburgh takes Zach Wilson. I disagree. Really? They like bigger dudes. Pittsburgh? Yes. We've had the one quarterback for 15 years. <laughs> and I think it's because they picked a guy that they knew could take hits. That's fair. They want they, they want a bigger guy back there. I, I like the kid from North Dakota State. I think he would be good. Looks good, good going to Pittsburgh. Um, Safe pick. They pick quarterbacks late. They never pick a quarterback early. Cold weather quarterback too. All right, well, in the next leg, we have our wallet winners, and uh, Parker brought his own, so make sure you guys stick around. Welcome back to the final leg of the Training Camp Podcast. If you guys didn't miss it in the first leg, we talked the undefeated Steelers and the basically rebuilding Cowboys. Second leg, we talked about our NFL tiers, mostly commentating on how I thought uh, Parker put his tiers. If you guys didn't miss it, Parker's also in the building, so give him Ooh. some love. Um, obviously, the last leg that we always do is the wallet winners. If you're new here, wallet winners uh, basically are my bets for the week. I do four spreads and then my upset of the week, which is always odds. I sometimes will include more than one odds if I think if it's like a plus one, I'll usually include it. Um, but cool thing about Parker actually is he's new. He's newer to the uh, sports gambling first season, man. Yeah, and <laughs> he's taking this shit by storm because not only is he like, ah, oh, I'll just put in some money here. Like he's, he, you're going all in this year, man. I mean, you're designing algorithms. You're, oh yeah, you got simulations. I'm up. a big, I'm a big numbers guy, so I created this algorithm that could just give me picks essentially. And so I mean, it's doing pretty good. Well, and you have, you now have an Instagram page. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying to finish the branding and stuff on it. But yeah, we have. So a- I'm gonna leave a link in the description so you guys can check out his his uh, gambling page. So you guys can just see how Parker sees every spread for every week that he wants to post about it. Sure. So, um, so who is your wallet winner for this week? Uh, this is a rough week. I was just, I mean, <sighs> I have a lot of close games. This, this, the sim, the machine has a lot of close games. I, my only pick is the football team plus four. I don't know what the lines at right now. Against I, New York. I hate. Yeah. Okay. I hate that pick. Those are two garbage teams. I don't want to watch the game to see if it hits. Do you think they win anything? It's just close. In that division, anybody can win that game. It's going to be by a field goal, though, because that division loves to kick. I do think Washington has a better defense. That might I be agree. it. Um, so, looking at... So, I didn't do picks last week because we didn't have the show last week. But the week before... I didn't. I didn't bust, but I. I didn't. I. I didn't go positive. Uh, we went a whopping two and three. Um, I had the Cleveland spread, which did not work out for me. Cool. I had the Pittsburgh. It was <laughs> shut up. Uh, I had the Pittsburgh spread, which worked out for me. This is of course against the Ravens, um, and then I had the Chargers, which did not. Thanks for losing that game from you guys at the last minute. Appreciate that. Two really. Weeks in a row. 
it's like eight weeks in a row at this point. Let's be real. Sorry, JP. We love you, but your team does not have a pull-out game. Um, do you, the, oh, my God. The Chargers are taking after Phillip Rivers. They have the same pull-out game as Phillip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> Herbert's going to have three kids in the next four years. Oh, God. No, next four months. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I had Seattle minus two and a half, which was an easy bet in my eyes. Uh, they easily, easily covered that. And then I had Detroit Hots, which they got blown up by Indianapolis. So I was very wrong about that. Um, my first wall winner for this week. So, um, Chargers go to Miami. My Herbert tool we were talking about it earlier. Miami's favored by two and a half. I'm taking two and a half points. I think That's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be a good game. And we were talking about it earlier. I just think this is gonna be a game where Los Angeles is gonna it's gonna look like Los Angeles is gonna win this, and they're just gonna pull they're gonna blow it. I think Miami's defense is gonna I think there's gonna be one drive. It's gonna be really crucial to the to the Chargers where it could possibly ice the game. I like Miami's defense though. I really do like Miami's defense. They're I know we we're talking about how it's more of a fantasy relevant defense, but the way they're playing, I mean, they're buying into their culture. They're five and three for a reason. Oh, for sure. The Chargers are one and two and six for a reason. So you know what? Eh, you know, it should be four and four. Should be four and four. Yeah, they should be five and three. I mean, well, they, they should be, but I mean, they're like, yeah, I they're they're another one. They're like the Bengals. They're a good bad team. Great. Um, Two and a half points, though. Since it's a half point, I mean, a field goal. Oh, it's going to be a field goal game. Exactly. And that's that's exactly what I think it is. 30 to 27, I think Miami will take that game. Oh, sure. In Miami. I, I'm excited to watch that game. The rookies playing each other. and <sighs> Herbert's just got to finish, just like Joe Burrow. Just got to finish the game. So, also on the year, because of my subpar performance the previous week, I am now 16 and 16 on the spread. So, we're sitting at 500. That's not bad. It's not worse. good. There's worse. There is worse. There's better, though, like Parker's simulation, which is sitting out of that whopping 73% correction. So if you really don't believe me, Parker is the real deal. Uh, my upsets are Math two. Math works, man. Math my, works. <laughs> my upsets are two and six. It's an upset, so, like, what are you going to do? And overall, I'm 14-22. I really don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> so we're just going to move on to my second pick. We have Tampa Bay going to Carolina. And Carolina, uh, or Tampa Bay is four-and-a-half-point favorites. Tampa Bay just got embarrassed. This is a game. All good teams do this. You get embarrassed in one game, you're gonna blow out the next. I like Carolina. I'm on. I'm right with you. I like Matt Rule's culture. I like the system they're putting in. I do like Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not gonna lie. But I didn't even. This wasn't even a thing when I chose this spread. McCaffrey is out too. Oh yeah, I know. It's four and a half points. I mean, Tampa Bay's gonna win by at least a touchdown. No, yeah. At least a touchdown. I, their defense is going to come out with an attitude this week, and I—I I mean, any defensive coordinator, any level, you'll see if if you get blown out that bad, or if you if you win a close game and allow that many points, you're coming out the next week and you're coming out strong. Yep. Their depth, their I—I I mean, I think 14 is all big. Plus all line for that man. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's going to be a big game. Yeah. Uh, so final score for that game, I got 35-24. It's not a close game by any means. Tampa Bay puts up a shit ton. Of points. Uh, next game, we got Houston going to Cleveland. Cleveland is a three-point favorite. Cleveland's using their formula. They're running the ball. Yep. And they are not forcing. I honestly think losing Odell, I said this in the last podcast, I don't think an injury is ever a good thing. I never praised an injury. But one of the best things that could have happened for Cleveland is to not have Odell for a certain amount of time and see that he is what's hurting their team. Oh, yeah. Baker's forcing the ball to Odell. But, I mean, you look at the season where – or Baker's rookie season where he kind of – he did take over a little bit. Why? They were running the ball. He was not forcing passes, and he was just playing the game. I think that's what they're doing right now, and they're getting Chubb back. That's a run – and then they could just use Hunt in the pass. I mean, Hunt was honestly a better running back when they had Chubb, if we're being completely honest here. Um 
Three points also. I don't like it because it's not a half, so it could it could I hate solid points. it could be an even yeah. it could break even just with a field goal. Um, but Houston's defense is dog shit. I mean, Chubb was gonna be big for that because I think they gives bigger more time because they have to respect the run. And I think I, watch them go over two running backs this week, man. Watch them run both. Well, and the weather's gonna be bad. It's gonna be like a, it's gonna be a spreads. it's gonna be a windy. It's gonna be a I think it's a possible rainy game. So they're gonna be using the run a lot of the game. So I mean, if you want, take the under on that because. Pass. I mean, Baker's not going to pass. I mean, if it is, it's going to be dink and dunks. Like, if you have Jarvis Landry in fantasy, he's probably going to get you 15 points just because of 10 receptions alone. Yeah. Like, um, But, yeah, I, I don't even think this game is close. I think they're just going to run the ball all over Houston. I think because it's windy, they run the ball. I mean, I, this could get away from Houston if they let. Oh, exactly. And I think that's another thing. <laughs> Talk about teams that need a lot of things. Houston, poor Deshaun Watson, oh, man. Yeah, that... um, but, yeah, so I have Cleveland winning this one 38-28. to 28. Um Fourth wallet winner. This one hits close to home for both Parker and I. Why? Because Cincinnati goes to Pittsburgh this week for a flexed game in the afternoon slot that me and Parker will both be watching. Not together, of course, because we have our own lives and I have worked that day. And so, but we will be watching with a heartache. I can't watch games with you anymore after Vaughn. <laughs> well, so. both of our teams do this to us, man. Like, like I think oh. every week I am sweating profusely. Like, unable to move because Pittsburgh just can't make up their mind. I think Cincinnati's the same way. Like, you guys beat the ta- the Titans. I love that you still have hope for your team after... Okay. I don't have hope for my team. Uh, that is true. You do pick against your team. Every All the time. Week, and I don't... And I love it because I laugh every time I watch your podcast because I just think it's funny because I pick your team every week and I hate the Steelers. Well, okay. But here's the thing. I hate p- them. So, for this bet, I'm picking Cincinnati not to win. I'm not... I, it's a six and a half point spread. Did you watch the Steelers last week? Yeah, they barely beat the Cowboys. I don't want to hear this bullshit. JP gives me a shell time. You're a Stewart fan. You're not trying to jinx it. No, I'm realistic about the team. This is a division game. This is a game that Pittsburgh should win. They always play down a competition. Six and a half points. Last week, the spread was 13 and a half. That's six and a half is too six much. Six and a half is a great number. Cincinnati is the best worst team in the league right now. Joe, Bur- I, I will say, apologies to Joe Burrow that you guys, that you have to face this defensive front. I am sorry. I am sorry. If we activate one more practice squad O-lineman, I'm flying to Cincinnati. <laughs> You're going to try out? <laughs> I, no, I – prop, prop. Is he going to break 300 yards again? Is that what it – oh, wait, wait. Did you say Burrow break 300? Yeah. In this game? Yeah. Um, 300 sacks, 300 lost yards. I, Dude, I think, I think he'll throw for 200 – I think he'll throw for 230. They don't have Mixon this week. That's another reason I'm picking Pittsburgh to win. Okay, just real quick. I'm going to put the score up. It's 27-24. It's a fucking close game. Um, I mean, you guys don't have Mixon, so you're going to have to run with Bernard. But Pittsburgh's run defense, again, they kind of got exposed the past two weeks, so they're going to step up this week. I I really feel so bad for Joe Burrow that he has to face the Ravens, the the, the Browns, and the Steelers' front seven for the next I I do want to say I think he jinxed himself on that front because you know what division he was coming into? And the first thing he said when he got picked is that he wanted to get hit. So, I mean, people are delivering. He does take hits pretty well, though. He loves it. <laughs> he loves taking hits. I like how you said that with a smile. Like, it's uh, fine. It's, it's fine. great. You it's know, like... we love it. <laughs> That's supposed to be our franchise quarterback. We'll just break him. You know, where's Carson Palmer at? Do you, we'll just want him back. Do you, you know? think Burrow could be like a Andrew Luck where he just gets injured and pushed out of the league? <laughs> 
Andrew Luck's retirement surprised everyone but me because I actually watched the games and I was waiting for him to retire because he hates himself for being on that team. Bro, that team. He looked rough before he got drafted. Then he turned into the caveman from you know. The beard. He looked rough. (laughs) That man was constantly hungover to numb the pain. (laughs) Um, Joe Burrow. I mean, look at the before and after. Look at his. Look at his picture before his. his oh team, my God! Yes, yeah, so team true. Photo from LSU and his team photo for the Bengals. From the ba- he's already weathered. That was preseason. That was preseason. Um, wh- on a percentage-wise, what percentage chance do you give the Bengals to beat the Steelers this week? I'm honestly 50-50, I think. First division game. Huh? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh You guys played the Browns twice. No. Uh, oh, between these two. Yes, yes, yes. I watch the games. I don't like to. But I watched them. I Pittsburgh dropped the first one to the no, they beat the Ravens in the We're first undefeated. One. I you leave me alone. I started thinking about Burrow and got sad and depressed. You beat the Ravens, yeah, in the first one and a close one mm. to Ravens offense that you should have had no problem stopping. Right. I think Burrow. I mean, we beat the Titans. We shouldn't have beat the Titans. I'm not saying that's a consistent thing we're going to do, but I think being a division game. I think coming off the Cowboys game, I think it's going to be close like you have it. But I think we drop the first one, win the second one. In Cincinnati, I could see that. Put it on paper. I could see that in Cincinnati. All right, last one. This is my upset of the week. I don't don't know why this is an upset. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know how the losing team is the favored one here. Los Angeles is favored to beat Seattle after Seattle just got embarrassed to the Bills. I know the game's in Los Angeles, but are we watching the same Russell Wilson? And the second, and I know the defense is an issue for Seattle, but like they're getting Jamal Adams is going to find his groove. They just got Carlos Dunlap from the Bengals. Like he's going to understand the scheme. He's going to put pressure on quarterbacks. Who's going to run the ball for the Rams? Which three ones are you going to pick? Yeah, which three running backs are you going to pull this week? Which one are you which one's going to be the 200-yard gainer? Like honestly, you, you I I don't think the Rams are going to go down without a fight. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Obviously, I have it 34 to 30, but why is why do you think Seattle's not favorite? I I'm surprised this hasn't been a sharp action game like the Colts was. Hmm. I'm surprised this hasn't flipped over and Seattle's not the favorite now. I I don't see why people are agreeing with the Rams pick. I think I think people are overvaluing how bad the Seattle defense is. And that's why I love watching. Fantasy does that. Yeah, I know. And that's why I love watching lines. And I love that I have my own machine. So I don't have to really care about how the games go. I just get to watch the games. And my machine tells me what to pick. Because, I mean, I think I'm in the same boat. Because I'm like, oh, Seattle's defense is terrible. The Rams have had a great running def- running offense. But I... The spread has changed. See... No, no, no. Oh, is it worse? So it was negative. It was minus one for the Rams this morning. It's now minus two. Oh, I say take the. And they moved the over under down by three. What's the over under line right now? Fifty four and a half. Oh, I'm taking fifty four and a half. It was fifty seven and a half. That's like a forty point spread in a college game. Well, I mean, obviously, I've been putting up sixty (laughs) four here. So, um, yeah, it's 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 too bad. That means betters. That means betters are putting everything on the Rams right now. Yeah, and I, dude, Seattle. Get your money. Seattle is Seattle is. Desperate for a division win because they technically are behind because of that loss to Arizona. So they need this win. They need this win. Like I said, I got Seattle beating the Rams 34-30. As inconsistent as they are, that's going to happen. It's not going to be that close either. I tell you that right now. You don't think what? You don't think it's that close? 
You think it's a blowout? I think it's a blowout. Who wins? I think it's a Seattle blowout for sure. Rams put up 30? You think the Rams put up I'll give the Rams. I'll give the Rams 28. Over-under for Seattle, 35 points. Over. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, over-under for Jared Goff passing yards, 300. Oh, against that's under. Se- uh, Seattle's defense? I think Jared Goff's that bad. I don't think they want to pass. I think I okay. <clears throat> My take. I think the Rams go up early. I think the Rams go up fourteen early. Okay. I think they start running the ball. I think Seattle gets a fluke turnover for a touchdown to bring it back close. And I think Russell Wilson goes off in the second half. So kind of like the opposite of what happened to the Seattle against Arizona. I think it's the exact opposite game. Huh. I like. Uh, I think their defense gets lucky in it. It freezes the Rams for two drives. Why is the Ravens-Patriots game Sunday Night Football? Why can't Seattle Rams be Sunday because Night Football? Because just the same reason the Cowboys have two primetime games still. Well, like two weeks ago, Pittsburgh-Baltimore was playing and they flexed. In the morning? In, no, they, they, and, uh, well, they had to flex. No, no, no. It was in the morning. And uh, who played that night? It was Niners and... Of someone else, like it was. It was like the, oh no! It was it was Giants yeah, it was Eagles. The, yeah. I was like, flex the game. I think we should just stop televising NFC East games <laughs> until one can at least win six games. Like I'm sending a letter to Red Zone. I don't want to see it. No, I I I do. I was looking at the schedules earlier today, and I think all of our primetime games for the rest of the year are garbage. I think this Bucks Saints game was good. It should have. Oh, I was like, it's good. The, the scheduling was good. The there, game was not good. There you go. Um, but I, I don't know who picks the games, but I think at least someone with that watches football should maybe pick the primetime games. <laughs> just, just my take. Um, no, I. No, this game is not going to be close. Okay. I think my line, my line, Seattle by. I'm taking the minus seven and a half. Park. You're going to flex that to mine. They're, so they're at plus two right now. You're going to put that to minus seven and a half. That you're, if you put a dollar on that, you'll probably win 50 bucks. I mean, if I could play the action, I definitely would. Damn. Well, that was Wallow Winners for week 10. Um, and not only that, that will be our episode for today. Thanks for coming on the show, dude. Oh, thanks, man. I definitely, we've been trying to get him on the show for a minute now. But, I mean, he's like I said, he's a coach. And I, I just got a new job. So, we've been trying to work out when our schedules will finally work up. Everything's done for us now. So, don't expect this to be the last you guys see of Parker. We talk hourly about Bets oh, yeah. and I sports and everything. It. We talk all the Connor time. Connor teaching me how to bet, and I'm telling him what to bet. So yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it will not surprise me if in these next couple of weeks, Parker knew what my weekly uh, my wallet winners were because he has given me some of them. I mean, honestly, you guys, his this is not just because we're friends. This is legit. His simulation is the real deal. He's he will win you money if you check out his Instagram page. He he knows what he's doing. He's going to be getting into basketball soon too. So look out for that. Honestly. Um, and our locks, our locks are more than seventy percent on the season right now. Yep, so. and honestly, he's kicking ass. He also does college football, so those are great spots to bet on too. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on the show. I'd love to have you on again sometime. This was a blast. This is one of the funnest shows I've recorded so far, especially just because like you, like earlier, t- you literally analyzed how an offensive lineman worked. That was the coolest <laughs> shit. Um, definitely want to have you on again. Thank you for coming. If you guys did enjoy this, please. Please, if you're new, subscribe, okay? That'd be cool. Drop a like. Hey, you think your friends would like this? Maybe go show your friends this podcast. Like, hey, this dumbass talks about sports. He thinks he knows what he's talking about. Let's show him what's up. If you guys have any, like, other takes on certain things that we've said, drop it in the comments. I'd love to hear what you guys think. I'm sure I'm going to get something from Austin about the camera, about the Panthers. I'm excited to see the group chat. (laughs) Something. But, yeah, we're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. You guys can check us out there. But other than that, I'm going to leave this podcast here. I'll see you guys next episode.